everyone, this is Alex Moe for the IBC Amina podcast. We are continuing with our series of podcasts with Aminacom speakers. Today we are going to delve into a crisis and we are joined by Daniel Schreiber. Daniel, welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much, Alex. Great to be here. Daniel, before we go into crisis mode, tell us about yourself. Uh, yeah, well, I, I've worked in communications and change for over t- over 20 years, predominantly in the financial services and energy sectors. Uh, this has included time managing internal and external communications across the uh, EMEA region for Chevron, building a communications function for a Qatari US joint venture, which was the biggest supplier of liquefied natural gas to the European market. Um, and uh, and I worked for uh, a UK bank that's now part of Banco Santander. Uh, for the last four years, I've actually been working with some really great clients as a consultant. So I've worked with Fairtrade International. I taught reputation management, ethics, and international culture at the University of Leeds for their master's program. And I'm now helping the IT security team at Shell with their stakeholder engagements. Uh, I'm also a... UK or director of the IABC. Uh, on a slightly more personal note, I've been fortunate enough to have travelled to 85 countries around the world, and uh, I'm really excited to be coming along to uh, this IABC conference and also visiting Bahrain for the first time. Oh, wonderful. Now we can make it 86 countries. <laughs> I've, I've been on TripAdvisor. I've, I've been looking at the amazing things you have there. We'll we'll make sure you're well taken care of and well fed, put it that way. (laughs) Thank you. Well, we're talking all things crisis, and your topic is named Flaming Facilities, How to Protect Your Firm's Reputation in the Crisis. Can you give us a little bit of an insight into this talk? Yeah, sure. I mean, some of the questions I'm going to be exploring are what sorts of crises are there? Um, you know, so is, 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 is it just one crisis or are there, are there different kinds and what sort of approaches can you take when dealing with these crises? And then well, one of the most important things is what, looking at what you can do to prevent them happening in the first place or at least limiting their impact. I, I'm also going to be sharing some of my own personal experiences about the, the news process and seeing how a potentially local issue can become a, a global story. And, uh, and lastly, a question about, and is it possible to have a good crisis? And so I'll be looking at potential situations where a, a crisis can be a positive thing, both for an organization and for society as a whole. You've worked in the oil and gas sector, Daniel, and you've also worked in the Middle East region. Uh, We are not averse to seeing crises happening here. But what would you say when you look at how crises are being handled by communicators in emerging markets? You know, what are they doing well and what can they improve upon? Uh, The the good thing in emerging markets is people tend to be more uh, more tech savvy, more um, social media aware. And so I I would say they're they're responsive uh, and or aware of what channels you can use to respond to a crisis. I think um, in my experience, one of the 
the issues in a lot of organizations is the hierarchy. And um, when, you, when you're dealing with a crisis, you need to be able to respond quickly. And if you, if you end up that you're having to get approval from eight people before you communicate about something, you've probably missed your chance. As I said to some of my internal clients, it's better to have a fairly good response for 10 to 6 for the 6 o'clock news than a fantastic response at half past 6 for the 6 o'clock news. Um, so it's, it's trying to uh, overcome the, the, the traditional hierarchies and find a, a way of working that means that you can respond in good time to issues as they emerge. And one other question on this one, because you know, we all love a crisis, um, even though we may not say it, because it does prove the reputational worth of a communicator and a communications team. But how do you see crises changing? <laughs> uh, well, well, just sort of back to your first point there. Um, I, think, um, uh, I think in some organizations, communications can be seen as a bit of an insurance policy. So when the going is good, um, people wonder why they're spending all this money on stakeholder engagement. And then when you do have a crisis, people realize that you're worth every penny. So yes, uh, from a communications perspective, if you handle a crisis well, then it can be really helpful for raising the, the, the profile of the communications function within the business. It's the pace of change. People, uh, people used to talk about the golden hour and the the need to uh, respond to journalists with, with, within the first hour of a, of a crisis happening. And, and then you had a chance to control or influence the news agenda. And if you were longer than an hour, then they'd get the news from somewhere else. The social media means that it's now within, within a minute or minutes. You know, you, you see examples where people are taking footage on their phone and phone and then uploading it real time as soon as the crisis happens so so yeah speed is is one of the uh, the main things uh, I think one of the others is is about uh, organizations trying to understand what the potential risks are there was a piece of research done a few years ago that said organizations are very comfortable about physical security of their facilities and premises they are fairly comfortable around uh, the uh, security of their um, of their patents and copyright and brand. Uh, but what they were really frightened about was uh, anything to do with cyber. Uh, I think part of the issue for senior leaders is is that fear of the unknown, and that tomorrow's crisis for your organisation could be very different than ones you've experienced before. Well, Daniel, we're going to have a lot to talk about in Bahrain when it comes to crises, because uh, it's a, a part of our function, which is, you know, with the age of digital and with the speed of communication is growing, um, and it's something which we have to all better understand in terms of how to work towards dealing with crisis situations and also risk issues. So I want to say thank you, and we look forward to welcoming you to Bahrain in February at AminaCom. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and uh, in terms of sort of some of the things your your attendees can find out from this session, um, 
I, I think one of the things I'm really passionate about is that communications is probably the least important thing that communicators do. And mm. when it comes to crises, there are a whole load of other things that communicators need to be involved in to truly protect their firm's reputation. So I'll, I'll be talking about that. Uh, we're, we're also, uh, I think one of the other things I'm going to uh, touch on is the importance of physical and mental health when dealing with a crisis. So both you and uh, your leaders and, uh, and making sure that you are calm in a storm, shall we say. And some people are well set up for that and there are some things you can do to help yourself with that. So yeah, those, those are just a couple of things I'm, I'm going to cover. And uh, yeah, really looking forward to joining you in Bahrain. Thank you everyone for listening today. Um, and uh, join us next week for the next IBC Amina podcast. Thank you.